video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. everyone and welcome to a special edition of the Pure Dead Gaming podcast. I am your host Jess and joined as usual by Craig and Andy. Hi team. Hi team. Hola. <laughs> as 2023 draws to a close we thought it's only fitting to take a little stroll down memory lane and revisit the gaming wonders and blunders that has kept us entertained all year long and what better way to do that than with our very own Pure Dead Gaming Awards. <laughs> It's the Project Gaming Awards. Yeah, let's just get one thing straight though, Andy. These are um, about as real as the day before, okay? They're not, <laughs> you know, it's not not, not at all, basically, what's what I'm saying there. Um, and if you're not happy with the awards and results, then feel free to... Fuck off. ...drop us some feedback and abuse mm-hmm. on our Discord. We actually got a, a ringing endorsement from Couchy in the Discord who said, this place is great, even sober. It's probably the best compliment we've ever had. Yeah. You can't ask for much more. No. Um, so come join if you if you're not part of that space already. Um, before we get begin the award ceremony, though, we will have a quick glance over all the news that has occurred and other gaming bits and bobs as well. But yeah, we've done it. We made it. We survived. Twenty twenty three. Finished. Uh, no. 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 <laughs> it's the nineteenth. Right. So when do you? It's not the twenty fifth, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> So when do you usually have your Christmas shopping done by? I'm now. Us- I'm usually done by now. <laughs> usually now. Right, right. So what's the reason? It's just difficult, isn't it? It's just difficult. I've had a day off in like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I had to work. I had to work all weekend. And, uh, yeah, that'll do it, I suppose. If you're working, fuck's sake. Fucking Craig with the good excuses. Fucking hell. <laughs> do you have a fucking tree up yet? Oh my God, the face. I know the face straight away. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> He's in here. The fucking gall of him. The absolute fucking gall of him. I, Are you ready for Christmas? Have you wrapped all your presents? He's done my fucking tree up. <laughs> <laughs> my God, get my out. Jumper on. I've had that one a couple of times. Since Christmas. Well, uh, maybe well you can knit done. a tree. Yeah. <laughs> fucking so hell. I've made it to put my gifts that I've got. They're in a cupboard. But aye, I must say it. <laughs> wrapped all his presents and put them in a cupboard everybody, yeah. everybody else literally everybody else on the planet's like under the tree and they got him his, a cupboard give him his present that he can stick in his cupboard then yeah you can stick oh, that, that mine? you can stick that in a cupboard oh, or up your ass. you fucking screwed you amazing <laughs> can't wait to open it you can open it still you can open it on Christmas day it's up oh, to you Christmas day I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a child <laughs> <laughs> The lack of Christmas tree begs to differ. I was prepared ages ago. I'm like ultra prepared. I can't even fuck with this. Now he's fucking bragging. Finally. Oh, hi. Weeks uh, ago, I was aye. done. Back Weeks in October. Ago. Back in October, I was fucking done. I was done. Forgot the tree, but... Do it throughout the year. When it's done. <laughs> just forget the tree, that's well, all. Maybe next year you keep up a tree in January and just keep it up then. Exactly. Exactly. The only thing you can keep up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what this present is? <laughs> Titan Viagra. 
I'm, I'm honest, I'm devastated. That's like when we get married, I had two best men, Andy and Castles. He's not got a tree up either. Is why Why have I managed to foster such disappointment? <laughs> <laughs> why is Castles he not put one up either? They're not be fucked. I just just Can't laziness, I just pure bored yeah. idle laziness. But he's on his own, isn't he? I mean, he's round here all the time, so he can look at our tree. Exactly. <laughs> he's probably fucking exactly. called dibs on that one behind you. And we've got a nice tree as well, so. Thanks, Andy. Nice, nicely themed. Thanks. Thank you. I do take pride in, yeah. my, in my tree. That means a lot coming for somebody with a tree. <laughs> <laughs> my opinion really matters, doesn't it? <laughs> fucking cactus would look good. Yeah. I can tell I got a tree. Uh, what's been happening then? That's what Santa could bring a couple of fucking years back, please. That'd be Thanks, ideal, Santa. actually. Aye. <laughs> that and I fully work in Spain. Aye. I know I gave myself a year back earlier in the year. That's right, yeah. Aye. If you mind. That was a good one, aye. But I could do a couple more back. Yeah. That'd be nice. Maybe if you just keep forgetting. <laughs> just keep on forgetting, now. So, last week, all the sort of year in reviews, wrap-ups, all that stuff all surfaced and you could go on and you can check, like, how many minutes you've played of games and all that kind of stuff. EA posted, like, a sort of press release on their, like, reflection of games that engaged and inspired their global uh, player communities. And a fucking stretch. Yeah. Um, some of the, the stats included um, The Sims, which obviously lots of people still play. Um, 1.3 billion hours of Sims were played. But How the- old is The Sims 4? Um, oh, it says you're 2014, but that's still... You, you think that that's coming up in 10 years, yeah. and there's still 1.3 billion hours? Yeah. But the, the stat that got me, and I don't know if this is more or less than previous years, I didn't check that, but... That's almost up for best ongoing game. <laughs> 345k woohoos were done. What's that? That's when they ride. A woohoo. Oh, God. I've, I've, I've never been much a Sim fan. But now that you know you can ride in it. <laughs> oh, I'm getting it. <laughs> Hope somebody gets it for Christmas. So, yeah, I thought that was an interesting There you go, you yeah. can pop a virtual Christmas tree. Near wee, <laughs> exactly. Sims, near wee Sims house. Exactly. Do it somewhere. I mean, don't be wrong, at least they've tried to make something funny out of it. I appreciate that. I don't know if because... they were trying to make it funny. No, I think, <laughs> I think they were. Because everything yeah, else, with a sense of humour. Really. Every, everything else about EA is yeah. pretty fucking grim at the moment. It's just <laughs> churning out another game and another annualised game, and it's the same game, but it doesn't work as well. Cut saying that actually as well. I noticed, like, don't be wrong. I mean, good if you were waiting for the sale or whatever. But see, EA, they're getting so bad now for discounting their games really soon after release. Mm. I noticed the other day UFC Five, forty percent off. It was oh. released on the, I think it was the 30th of October. Yeah, no longer at all. So, less than two months ago, folk were paying 70 quid for that. It's now £41 on yeah. digital stores. I'm like, you'd be fuming if you'd paid. See, think, especially if you paid for like the deluxe edition, 100 yeah. quid. And then you're like, you can If you don't want, the, if you can hold out a wee bit for the game, it's not like a game you're like, up and waiting years for this. Yeah. yeah. You might as well hold out a couple of months. Oh, to I, save yourself definitely. A bit of money. I feel like if you've got other games to play, Play them and then wait yeah. until you can. You know what I mean? With well, EA as well, like I suppose it's a little bit different if you really love FIFA and you're really into football, or if you really love NFL and you're really into Madden because you want to play during the season. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh-huh. other than that, with EA games, just wait till they come to EA play. 
which is also part of Game Pass. Like UFC Five will be on Game Pass by May. Drink FIFA going at one point. Oh, it does have the year, aye, but it won't be till like May or June. So you'll ha- it'll be like the end of the season. So I get if you're wanting to play while you're. Oh wait. Oh, aye. Oh wait, this I mean, this is the first time I've no played a football game really. If you played last year's one, you've played it. I know. It's shockingly, it's pretty much the same thing. I really, really thought that they were planning something quite big because it was the change of name and everything. But yeah, but it was usually just a game that was worked into my budget. I was like, I'll buy FIFA. Aye, but nah, no last time. So it's a shame, isn't it? I'll I'll take it for EA Play. Thank you very much. Uh, Thankfully, eFootball's flying the flag. (laughs) Just fucking churning out that content. You missed that last week, by the way. What did they do? Oh, do you remember a couple of weeks ago we had... Oh, we did, what they've done now. The ba- oh. No, in fact, no, I'll tell you now. Uh, so a few weeks ago we had a rumour from a guy that had like fucking 11 YouTube subscribers and I he was saying about a new mode coming. Yeah, it was an offline mode. Mm-hmm. Well, fucking the guy was right and he'd the oh, name right. it right and everything. Oh, wow. A mode you can play offline. But the caveat, because there's always a caveat with football is that you didn't... So if you chose, like, Arsenal, you didn't go the Arsenal team. You... Whatever team you chose, you went your dream team, which is, like, your ultimate team squad, right? I remember. Oh, yeah. So cool. you used them, and you would go into, like, the English league or the Spanish league or the Italian league. But it, it was still playing offline, so you're like, all right, well, maybe. So... the Master League used to be? With Castillo... Well, you could, aye. Aye, you could do it oh, that yeah, way. No, that but that's, you, you can't make... Ah, uh, well, can you? I suppose you could still buy our players in dream team mode and then take them into this mode. Yeah. But uh, so I go to start it up. Every single player I've got has got a fucking exclamation mark next to them. Turns out, like in Ultimate Team, when you buy like a player card, mm. you have that player. You might have to apply contract cards to them and stuff yeah. like that. But when you buy a player in this, you only get them for a certain amount of time. Right. So I'd last played this game like three years ago. And so all my players had expired and it doesn't give you enough money to put a squad together. So I can't even play the mode until I've grinded to get a team that I can then take into this mode. Oh, wow. I went on and started ranting on Twitter about it and there was a guy who was like, oh, you, they give you enough money so you can get loan players, you can just start off that way. And I was like, fine, I just want to check out the mode. So yeah. I went in, I had enough money to get 11 loan players. I thought, fucking perfect, that'll do. I'll go without subs. No, won't let you start the game unless you've we'll got you've got to have a twenty-three man squad, or it will not let you start the game. And so I spat <laughs> spat the dummy right out and fucking turned it off. I was right. furious, man. Furious. They've done it again. Uh, yep. Shout of bastards. It's almost like that. Purposely baiting, coming after me. Baiting their fan base. Aye. For years now. That's what it feels like. Just like are you sure you like us? Are you sure you like this game? It's like, folk are, yes, it's the best football game ever. Why are you doing this? I think they set out with a mission to get into the Pure Dead Gaming Awards and they've successfully managed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So later um, in terms of new releases this week, we don't have an extensive list uh, because, to be quite honest, most of what was coming up looked absolutely atrocious. However, it's another good week for PSVR 2. Um, Tiger Blade finally releases, as does Gun Club VR Reloaded. Um, and this month's PS Plus editions, we've got a PS2 game, um, which I think is the first PS2 game to be added 
Yeah, so, natively. Yeah. Uh, so they're, it looks like they've got another PS2 emulator. So if you've got PS Plus Premium, you can probably look forward to more PS2 games. But I don't know. I'm trying to think what I would want added first. Like what PS2 game, if you could have, if you could get three PS2 games added to the subscription service, I'm trying to think. Maybe, like everyone maybe always talks about yeah, but they've just really well. I mean, I but they've just they have just released a collection. It's on that. Everyone always goes on about black. I never yeah, played sure. it. The shooter. I never really played it, but I know people would I really want that. I don't really remember anything about it. Uh, they need to update the controls because I'm pretty sure it's still controlled with a D pad. I think whatever was revolutionary about it back then will not be. Still gonna be the fucking game you remember, is it? Remember it was yeah. one of those games where like, that's the first time you can do and it, like say destructible environments like a lot more than usual or something like that. Aye. But now it's just a norm, so it will not be like a. Mm. Yeah. I mean? Keeping it on brand, give us some of the fucking old pro evos, so we've got a decent fucking football game to play. Uh, but they'll not do that. The one that I remember playing the most was six, I think. Evolution 6. Ah, that was a good one. Um, that was cross-gen as well. I think that came to like 360. I, I remember so, playing on that. And I remember like playing like that for some reason was fun online. Mm. I don't know why it was fun online, but it was like, because I never played FIFA online. It was just, I thought it was shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was fun online. And like, I remember at one point I got up to like fucking 289 for something like that. Like playing people, because you just done that thing where you went Adriano and you <laughs> cut in for the fucking the line and then I curled one this wee kind of like thing you could do that with a big strong kind of player Aye. it kind of usually worked yeah, yeah. I, I do remember that was my first ever online gaming experience was on Pro Evo and PS2 yeah. like I don't know why but I just like I was like someone said I, do you know you can actually play this on the internet and I'm like what and then I realised the PS2 had like an Ethernet cable in the back of it. And I'm like, holy shit. And I plugged it in. I remember managing to play someone. And I was like, is this a joke? Is this actually the AI? Because it was like proper, proper early days. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, good time. So, yeah, hopefully we'll get more. Hopefully we'll get more PS2 stuff. We'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. Um, and just to quick catch up on what we've played this week, I have mopped up a few more levels in Mario Wonder. You must be near the end, eh? Oh, yeah, no, I've... I, well, yeah, I've finished it, but I've not, right. like, three... Three star, but all right, like, okay. Um, Did he save the princess? I don't want to spoil it for you, Kate. Oh, right, okay. And it was a flower, but anyway. Um, he took her flower? The wonder flower, Craig. Just, you need to play it yourself. He took the princess's flower? No, we've been here before. <laughs> pretty dark um, and I got sucked back into Disney Speedstorm as well ah, so you know I had, to, I had to wait so many days before I could play the next round of like, the next chapter well I've now done that ah, free to play is great isn't it <laughs> see this game that you're loving fuck off <laughs> come back in three days and you can play another race or yeah, give us your credit card details pretty much yeah what about yourself Andy you had any time for gaming I'm trying to well I tried that remnant oh yeah um, one or two Two. Right. Did you say you liked that? Well, Remnant 2, I really liked I. It's yeah. hard as fuck at first and kind of weird, hey. but see when you get into it. it like, yeah. I found at first, I was like, I can't do this. It's too fucking hard. Yeah, it's really hard. Aye. But then see, after about two or three hours of playing it, it starts to kind of level off, and then I, I was able to get through it. Aye. It was Did you play really the, fucking good. Oh, aye, the whole time, I. Okay. It does. It's strange. It becomes a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that. Dif- I mean, compared to Liza P, it's not that difficult. Yeah, well, I'm stuck at another boss in Liza P. <laughs> so 
Oh, you that. didn't give up there. I finished it. I completed it. Have you? Aye. So that's why I'm stuck at the swamp, boss. It's like a big fucking scorpion looking thing. Yes. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has two bosses. Yes. Essentially. Aye. Um, that one was a bastard, and then there's one right near the end that I just wanted to fucking. There's been a few that have been all right. There's been a few that I've beat first time. Aye. That you're yeah. like, oh, and it makes you feel amazing. Aye, I was like, that was no too bad yeah because I go in oh, like, I literally because of the way the game is I go in every time to a boss fight I go in going right don't use any of my throwables mm-hmm. go in and use this as an opportunity just to work out roughly his moves yeah and, shit, and then go back in and then try a wee bit better and there's been some things where I've just been almost maybe because I'm not like too invested aye I've done alright mm-hmm. and then it's like Oh fuck! I can start using throwables, and I do, and I like I beat the guy. Yeah. I've done that a couple of times, or a couple of bosses, and it's like oh, fucking brilliant. Don't need to go back and fucking buy throwables for that guy <laughs> in the Malum district. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm still really enjoying it though. Ah, it's, yeah, it's awesome. really good, yeah, it's isn't really it? Awesome. Really fucking good. It's, it's it's fun to play. But I not remnant not clicking. To be fair, playing two yeah. games side by side that is a bit of a killer because it's they are quite know. hard. Aye, I, I, like I feel like when it. you've got the frustration Eliza P and you're like fucking hell and something and then you move on to Remnant which is also hard It's you're not getting that respite no you're right because no, I did get to a wee bit pretty much the first bit in Remnant where you start fighting the enemies and I was like this is actually quite hard I don't know how and it's like that thing it's almost like the same as Life Appeal when you're using your health it takes a second to do yes. it it's not like health bing and you're like it does it. Aye, sometimes yeah. they interrupt you while you're trying yeah, to do it. The guy has to use that pulse and it takes like two seconds, which seems like nothing, but in the game, that's a fucking shitload of time when an enemy's coming at you. Yep. And uh, that remnant's the same. You use this thing in your heart Aye. and it takes a couple of seconds. And it's like, you need to kind of run away so you can fucking use your health. I was I was struggling with it, to be with you, so... Also similar in Alan Wake, which I just remembered we've also played. Because when you're trying to redo your, when you're trying to like heal yourself <sighs> there, oh my god, it's fucking oh, annoying. Oh my, the same. Aye. Oh, he has to put the fucking bandages on. You're like, ah, we're winding up the. I, I don't think you actually wind up the bandages, but it, it's one of these things where when you do the health, you see it filling up, and if you yeah. get interrupted while it's filling up, it just stops. Oh. And man. there's a couple of times on bosses where I'm like legging it and then I'm like right I've got enough and then you do it and it's just about the top then he fucking slaps and you're like fuck off prick that's annoying yeah Uh, yeah for me Alan Wake 2 fucking amazing really really good Uh, also I played the demo for Tekken 8 why (laughs) I, I mean why well you're quite right I mean it's, it's not something I'm going to buy. I mean, obviously, I'm the retired Tekken champion. That's right. Right, yeah. right. Forever undefeated. Get it up, you Terry. Uh, and so... I'm going to take it. You played one game, you beat him, and then you left. No, I played about 150 games. Oh, did you? Aye. Lost 149, won one, and then left. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Aye. And that was at least... <laughs> That's better. That was about... 17, 18 years ago. 
Great. And I've held it over the prick ever since. <laughs> and I continue to do so. Uh, and I will do it to should be embarrassed of that. Huh? That he's not, he's not been able to reclaim that crown. He's furious about it. Every time he gets pissed, he's I like, mean, I, want, even, I challenge you to a game of taking them. I don't care. Because I agree with you, Craig. I agree with you. Even though he beat you 149 times. That's not counts. You bet him that last time. Aye. And you I knew may, when to walk away. Have the crown. I knew when to walk away. Exactly. You walked away with the crown. So exactly. Terry, Craig's now got the taken crown. And you <laughs> how long is it? You've let him carry that about that's an embarrassment. It's definitely the early two thousands. Aye. That's I'm I'm gonna say Terry's probably forgot about it, but I'm hope, hoping we've just reminded him. Well I text him usually about every six months about it. <laughs> <laughs> he actually does. I do. I do. Nah, I've got the reminders on my phone. Are you getting saved as a wee draft? Or what do you what do you send? Just, just gonna say, like, sometimes it's just, it's just like remember that time I beat you at Tekken. <laughs> Are you due? Maybe this could be a moment. <laughs> he listens. He'll be, he'll be fucking shaking his fist right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I tried the demo just because. Remember, remember that time? Remember? <laughs> I tried the demo because it came up, and it's look, it's good. It's it's a very good fighting game. I'm not that into fighting games though, so I was like, yes, yeah, it's cool. I'm not gonna buy it. Yeah. And that was that was pretty much enough for me with that. But it's up there; you, everyone can download it. Came to PlayStation the demo last week, and it comes to Xbox and PC this week. So people who want to check it out can. Uh, I've also been playing more Resident Evil Four in VR. It's I plan to just put it on and be like, "Oh, this is cool," but it's really fucking cool. And mm. so, despite saying that, I definitely wouldn't play through it again because I played Resident Evil Four like six times this year. Uh, I think I might end up. I keep being like, ah, oh, just a wee bit more. And then just, ah, oh, just a wee bit more. Well, if you're enjoying it, just I know. play it. That's it's fun. really good. But there's other stuff That's to play, you know what I mean? That's the point of the day, isn't it? To enjoy yourself. I know. It, it's such a different experience as well. Like, it really is. And it's mm. such an upgrade over the Quest version, which was just a port. Like, this is mm. the port of the remake, so it's it's a massive upgrade. Um... I uh, played through ba- Batman Arkham Asylum again. Oh, wow. Over Fucking the last hell, two weeks. Where do you get the time to well, do that's this? What, that's what I was just about to say. When did you play that? Just didn't even see him playing it. <laughs> in the dark hours, he was like in character and method. <laughs> you know, he'd play Batman method. Only when the sun went down, he'd play Batman. Did you not see me? I had the full suit on. <laughs> He's standing up like in the middle of the living room his Batman suit like has to play it when the moon goes Woo! hello here we go I'm Batman I'm Batman aye uh, and it's still so fucking good like I actually went back and played the PS3 versions because I didn't have those trophies in my newer account um, and despite the controller which is a fucking nightmare uh, it's what a fucking game it's one of the all time greats I remember that and like I don't know you, you go back and you play games from like the Playstation 3 360 era and a lot of the time you're like hey, this is still really good but you do sort of recognise but it is dated mm. yeah. it's not fucking dated at all the fighting just feels immense doesn't it aye absolutely brilliant that's why I didn't like that Gotham Knights as much because it just made me crave the Batman oh I totally combat. get that you know I totally I mean? get it's that very, it's similar but it's just no Batman. Yeah. I and think if you like, if you go into Gotham Knights taking it as its own separate game, you would probably enjoy it more yeah. than if you're wanting the Arkham game well, and it's not an expect, Arkham game. I was expecting that, but just with different characters. I was yeah. expecting that same fighting and it just didn't feel as, like right. Mm-hmm. So that's what made that's kinda of put me off it. Aye, no, definitely. 
Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's not actually that long game. You can, it's like only like eight ten hours. It's not really not that long. <laughs> just a shift, I. <laughs> <laughs> just loved it. Really good. I, I do want to try and get the platinum, but there's a really, really fucking annoying trophy that I think will stop me. A Riddler trophy or something? No, they're all right as long as you use a guide. But there's so mm. I did manage to do this on my old account. I think on the PS4 version, but. You know how the, you get the combos when you're doing the um, combat? Yeah. So you don't... I didn't remember it being quite as tight, but the window to keep your combo is so fucking tight. If you oh, don't right. hit anyone for like a split second, that thing fucking resets. And what you have to do is you have to do every single one of Batman's moves in the one combo. Oh, wow. And it's not just like this cape attack, jumping over them, punching in a, like a takedown. There's also loads of gadget moves you can do that you would never normally use. And you, have to, you have to do every what one of them. Takedowns and stuff like that? Surely uh, takedowns are not included in it because you wouldn't be able to No, because you're actually in combat when you start. But yeah. aye, but everything else. There's like 10 or 11 different moves. And so some of them are... Do with it to show you an order to do them that's easier. Aye, but it's just when you're actually in the moment of it, trying to remember each one of them. Because somebody will work that out where you don't have to spend hours working it. Somebody will work it. If you do this move, then that move, then that move, it kind of like times it all together a bit better. The problem as well is like to have enough people around you to keep your combo going, you go into the challenges and so there's like 15 enemies. So the whole time you're trying to do it, you're constantly having to parry and jump over people and it's just a pain in the arse. So there's a bit of a dexterity involved in that one then? Aye. And with that PlayStation 3 controller, it's even harder because it's a fucking nightmare. We're so far beyond that. <laughs> it's really difficult. Is it, just, is it small or something? Ah, it's just small. and like They stopped manufacturing PS3 controllers about four or five years Isn't ago. Isn't amazing how every controller that comes out, you're like, this is the best feeling thing ever. Yeah. Like, like, every, you felt that about the PlayStation. You were like, what is this? This feels amazing. The N64, I remember loving that shit. Mm. I can't imagine touching a game with that now. No. Yeah, the yeah. fucking site, like, those, those four button in the back and <laughs> holding it beside me. I'm like, that's fucking horrible. But I remember loving the shit out of that when I was playing Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the Xbox one comes out, the original one, that was the size of a plate. Yeah, the big and joke. it's like, you think it's fucking amazing. The Dreamcast one with the wee screen. Like, you know, every time it comes out, you're like, that's just, how did they do this? How did they do this? And it's like, they just move on and do it every nah. time. It's fucking, they just find a way to make it more ergonomic. I can assure you the PlayStation 3 controller is extremely difficult to go back to. Uh, I so completed that, trying to get the Platinum. And the last thing I played is a game that comes out this week. We spoke about it earlier in the releases, but it's Tiger Blade, a VR game. Yeah, so this is a VR game, but it's it's weird. Obviously, being VR, it feels quite modern, but there's also bits about it that feel quite retro because it feels like a light gun, an old-school light gun game as well. There's no free movement, which usually would be a massive negative for me. I like to be able to roam around in VR. But with this, it just works so well. Um, It's a Korean-made game. And you start off, you've got a Jingham, which I found out is the Korean version of a Katana. Uh, I assumed it was just a Katana. And then I thought when I was doing the review, I thought, I better check to make sure this definitely is a katana. Mm-hmm. And I found out that it was called a jingham. And when I saw it written down, I thought, how the fuck do you say that? And so I went onto YouTube and typed in jingham so I could find a video of someone 
talking about it so I could get the pronunciation. Well, you've went a long way to know be cancelled, haven't you? Aye. So imagine my, <laughs> imagine my surprise when the first thing that comes up, no word of a lie, is a guy with about 24 subscribers who was Scottish and a Ned going, all right, uh, guys, uh, I've, I've not seen any videos online with uh, the showing off a jingham, so... Uh, I thought I'd make one myself, and he's in his wee council flat with this An fucking, with a fucking blade that looked like it would cut your dick off in a second. And he's clearly in this wee council flat, and I'm like, that that's fucking highly illegal. The <laughs> fucking, this fucking fifteen inch blade. Um, so yeah, it was handy that I managed to find. I got a Scottish guy to let me know how it was. Uh, and you're trusting that his pronunciation is correct. Oh, aye. <laughs> You doubting Bob for the scheme? Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck's sake. Just when you said that there, Jess, I was like, you've got a point there. <laughs> We're trusting the guy with about 15 subscribers. Bob has 15 fucking, subscribers. If he fucking on thank, <laughs> fucking jumping about and he's fucking... Honestly, you want to see the nick of this video. I, I don't think it's fair that you're, you're trying to fucking call this guy's reputation into question. He seemed like a fucking top-notch guy with a sword in his council flat. Uh, but aye, so um, you start off and by default you have this blade, which is awesome. And you can like deflect shots, you can uh, melee guys. Uh, and then if you hold, so with the sense controller, if you hold down the grip button, your sword, your jingham, automatically changes to a gun and then you can fire enemies at distance. And so it's so it's so well done and it's so fluid changing between the two. Like you don't have to move about fast, but it's very much like a sort of time crisis, like a kind of light gun game, except mixed with melee combat as well. And the way it's done, the way the movement's done, like I say, I usually much prefer free movement, but this is done with comfort in mind. And I think even people who would normally get motion sickness with VR, it's it's done in such a way that it just feels so fluid and so steady that I think I think even you, Jess, would have no bother with it at all. Um and yeah, it's it's been quite a big surprise. I was looking forward to it. It was initially supposed to come out in November, it got delayed last minute, uh, and we were told 20th of December. But that seemed a little bit, I don't know, when you hear a game's coming out on the 20th of December, you kind of have questions about whether that's legit, but it is, and it is coming out, it'll be out as this podcast releases. Uh, you can check out a review on YouTube, it's live just now, and I would definitely recommend it. I think it's really good. Uh, it's a great way to cap off 2023 for PSVR 2. Um, yeah, one of, one of my probably one of my favourite VR games this year, I would say. Okay, just a few bits of news to get through this week. News, news, I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging team. I was believing in. Uh, 
Um, so The Last of Us online multiplayer game has officially been cancelled. Delays to the PlayStation 5 project were reported earlier this year and developer Naughty Dog confirmed on Thursday it had been dropped. It said the, quote, incredibly difficult decision came because maintaining the game would impact other projects. In a statement, the studio said it would continue to focus on single-player narrative games that have defined Naughty Dog's heritage. What do we think of this? What a fucking shambles. Yeah. I I mean, you don't expect companies to tell the truth, or I don't anyway. They always fucking lie, and PR speak is just that. It's always PR speak. But I do not believe for a single second that Naughty Dog is four years into the development of this game and all of a sudden went, you know what? We'd have to support this game after launch. We should probably just call it a day. Mm. Fuck yeah. off. You'd have to be a complete and utter moron to not have realised that. And Naughty Dog are not morons. No, something's happened there. So that's, I mean, we've heard about the game's had trouble for a while. And it's been, from what I heard, revamped more than once. Um, this wasn't working, obviously. I think it's just, like I said, like remember when we brought the news that Jim Ryan... PlayStation head honcho was leaving yeah. uh, and everyone was sort of down the dumps and on, oh, what's this going to mean for PlayStation? And I remember at the time saying, I think this might be a good thing because PlayStation seemed to be gearing themselves towards l- releasing a large, large number of live service games. And I think that was a lot of Jim Ryan's doing. And I don't think it's a surprise, I don't think it's a coincidence that his arse is halfway out the door and all of a sudden they're like, right, let's fucking cancel that and yeah. get Naughty Dog back to doing what they're good at. Um, cause yeah, it just it doesn't. None of this checks out for me. There's no way. Naughty Dog knew fucking fine well that they'd have to support this game. There's a fucking uh, they do, they do. Anybody, anybody would know. They have to support the game, especially if it's a multiplayer game after uh, it gets fucking launched. And it's it's just interesting the PR spin as well. Like, not necessarily. This isn't necessarily indicative of it because I don't believe that this guy was put up to this, but. There was certainly one guy I saw and loads of other people like that worked on the game coming forward and going, oh, it's just such a shame. It's it's the most fun I've ever had playing a multiplayer game. And it was it was going to be the best multiplayer game ever. And you're like, no, it fucking wasn't. Because if it was, it would still be coming out. Like, it, you can say that all you want. And I don't know. Like, I, I think there's a lot of damage control going on because it's Naughty Dog. And tr- yeah. I think there's a lot of trying to save face about it and stuff like that. They but, probably stood, stood back and tried to play it and went, this isn't actually fun. Or nah. like there's something wrong with it and they just mm-hmm. can't fix you know what I mean? Well, the whole story was that the Destiny developers, Bungie, were brought in and they <laughs> to they were brought in and told to have a look at all the different live service games that Sony were making and to judge which ones were viable. And apparently oh. the Naughty Dog Last of Us game didn't pass the smell test. Oh, wow. Bungie were like, this doesn't have legs. Well, that's not what they do, though. No. So... Let them do what they're fucking good at. Yeah. yeah. There's a question that we got uh, here that says, why wouldn't Naughty Dog just pull the game, put the game out as a multiplayer game and not a service game? People still play factions. It didn't need to be the next Destiny. Yeah. I think the problem is that it was being geared up to be a service game, and so it probably wasn't... I think, one, I don't think it was a particularly good game, and I think that's why it's been cancelled. But now if they released it like that, it's under-delivered. Aye. They said it's going to be this. 
Yeah. And uh, right away, even if it was good as just a multiplayer game, it's now underdelivered because they promised it is something else. Mm. You know I, I, mean? I think as well that Sony are really protective over Naughty Dog. Mm. And I think I think the game potentially was maybe a seven out of ten. And I wonder if they don't want they've they've come up and went, that. Naughty Dog aren't releasing a seven out of ten. Yeah. That would be fine for almost any other studio, but nah. no, no, nah. Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog released fucking nines and above. And if this is a seven, we're no interest. I don't care if it's cost a hundred million. Fuck it off. I could see that happening. Yeah. I could definitely. Like yeah. I just, I, I think that they're they're of a, a level where they've went. Nah, it's mm. it's almost it's almost. I don't know. Even though it would be a good, a mediocre to good game, they're like, nah, that's not going in their fucking record. Yeah. But the problem now is, when the hell do we get the next Naughty Dog game? <laughs> because I know they have been working on other stuff in the background, but they've also had a lot of people on this. Yeah. Like, they've got a story, apparently, for Last of Us 3, but they've not even went into pre-production, so that's, like, minimum five years away. There's talk of them. They said they, were, they had multiple projects going, so they I think they are working on something new, but I think it's years away as well. Mm-hmm. A mobile game, probably. <laughs> Imagine we've pulled you off the service game. That's that, that's too time consuming. Get on the mobile stuff. Brilliant. <laughs> the last of us mobile coming twenty twenty five. God. Yeah. And the other big bit of news that happened this week: um, hackers who breached developer Insomniac and threatened to release confidential data unless paid around two million dollars. Um, within seven days have made good on their threat after Sony reportedly refused to meet their demands. Um, so according to Cyber Daily, the ransomware group released 1.67 terabytes of data made up of more than 1.3 million files, which contain a variety of videos and images showing upcoming game Marvel's Wolverine, personal staff information, and even a contract signed by both Marvel and Sony for future projects. Um Videos showing early Wolverine footage and unannounced characters are now online, as is the game's cast, a list of locations, the plot, and a target release date. Insomniac's release slate up to the end of 2033 is also listed alongside estimated development budgets. The data reportedly also includes a bootable build of Wolverine as well. That's a lot. Yeah, pretty shitty. I mean, it's a criminal... Yeah, I guess. So it's... it's the thing. Like it's it's more commonplace than you think. Mm-hmm. Like these companies are literally set up to hack other companies and then demand ransom money, and more often than not, they get it mm-hmm. because companies it's, are. It's I, I'm kind of. I don't know. I'm still surprised that Sony didn't pay it. Like, if see if it was me, I would like you would be like, I'm not fucking paying that. But at the same point, the, the stuff that's been released now is so damaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's it's not. I mean, first of all, people. What are they asking for again? Two million. So you got to now work out is is that costing more? This stuff getting released. Than I mean, it's people's personal pay. information. That's mm. fucking bad. But the, the the thing is, obviously, when somebody fucking blackmails you, the fear is they're just going to do it again because they now know you've paid up. So, so the, from, what you've got to do is hopefully they can sure up their security so they can't. They've already got the shit that they've got. So from what I understand, from what I understand, this company is like well known for hacking big, large companies, and they have I don't know if it's like I don't know Honor Among Thieves or whatever, but they they literally do have like a portfolio where they've been like these are all the companies we've hacked, these are all the people that have paid. We have never leaked anyone anything from anyone that has paid, 
And so from that perspective, that's why I sort of expected Insomniac to be like, this is fucking grim, but we need to take the hit on the two million. We can't have people's, we can't have all our employees' personal information getting leaked. Our entire video game slate. I mean, like, I would imagine anyone who's worried about spoilers has probably skipped ahead already, and we will put a timestamp in here for this. Mm. But I mean, I I didn't see much of the stuff, but I just want to put a spoiler warning here because I'm going to mention something about a video. I watched one video and it was about a minute's worth of footage of Wolverine and I I think it is quite damaging. It's obviously early footage, but I mean, you get a very good idea of what the game is going to be like from that short amount of footage. Yeah. And I wasn't particularly fucking thrilled. Not, not in a bad way. I think I, I, I was lo- really looking forward to the Wolverine game and I think it will be really good. Insomniac are fucking brilliant. But I just, I don't know. I wasn't necessarily expecting it to look and move as much like Spider-Man as it did. Mm. I know it's the same company and so it's probably the same engine. But it really, really, like instantly from even a still image, you would go, that's maybe the same photo made Spider-Man. Mm. And I thought it'd be like a totally different game. Yeah. But it feels like it's maybe not going to be. Obviously, no web slinging around the fucking no. gaff. But um, but I, I, I just I thought a little bit. Folk like criminals do that though. Is there's some sort of code? There's mm-hmm. not your fucking criminal. Like, oh, you've not really. We've not really stuffed before. We we don't. We we honor we honor our word when we say we're going to blackmail you and not release it. Yeah. Or I'm a thug, but I don't hit women. You know what I mean? V- very fucking good. Yeah. Very fucking good. You know what I mean? Aye, it, complete they, bullshit. It's not like a wee silver lining. It's still you've still fucking done wrong. You know what I mean? And that's like folks' livelihoods you're putting at risk. You know what I mean? So you might think, oh, well, but we we stick to our word, but then you don't know how much damage that creates to the company. Yeah. Like fucking wee gene is now our job. Yeah, it's you know more than mean? just what's been released. Exactly. Um, and yeah, obviously we have gave spoiler warnings, so we can. This is another thing that sort of came out from it, but. There was a lot of... Like, we don't know a lot about what Sony have coming up. Like, one of the only games we knew about was this Last of Us Online, which has been fucking cancelled. There had been rumours that Wolverine was going to come out next year. And that is probably the only other huge game, first-party game that's been announced by PlayStation. But Mm -hmm. part of this leak said that it showed their internal projections and they're not expecting to release it until 2026. So some people, even though Spider-Man just came out, they there have been rumours going about that they, both games were being made side by side mm-hmm. and that there's a chance that Wolverine could come out in 2024. But this leak has shown that it's not expected for another three years. Mm-hmm. Well, two and a half. Yeah. So that almost, looking at that, you go, fuck. So that's definitely another game that's a while out. Like, yeah. what does Sony have next? I mean, obviously, we're going to do a 2024 preview and we'll look at it more in depth then, but what the fuck does Sony have next year? A lot of third-party games and some... Ex- they've got exclusives. Final Fantasy and stuff like that. But first party, like, where the fuck are the games? Okay. I'm Spoiler gonna... warning ended. Yeah. Awards time! Yes. Yeah, so Have we got a jingle? We will insert a jingle. <laughs> um, awards jingle! Yes. <laughs> I might just keep that in, Craig, for you. Um, yeah, so it is awards time. We, we're going to honour the highs, lows and unexpected twists in 2023 gaming. Let's start by writing a wrong. 
what game got shafted most by reviewers? Um, so these are the games that, despite their full potential, found themselves somewhat lost in the shadows of critical oversight. Um, we're going to rectify the digital injustices that may have been committed and celebrate the unappre- underappreciated, overlooked and games that simply deserve better. So the nominations for this category are Fort Solace, Assassin's Creed Mirage, Atomic Heart and Robocop Rogue City. Okay. Yeah, they're all games that like, I know you guys, you played uh, Atomic Heart. Yeah. Um, I didn't finish it, but I played quite a bit of Atomic Heart. Um, I mean, I, I played all four on, on this list, but there was... The, the, we could have had other things on this list as well. There's quite a few things that people really enjoyed this year, but then reviewers just seem to be like, nah, nah. Mm. And just kind of shat on. Like, Atomic Heart did end up with a 70 overall, but I think it deserved a little bit more than that from what I played. Yeah. Remember, it got absolutely slaughtered for the voice acting. And I, I didn't think there was anything wrong with the voice acting. But I think the context matters, though. It was it, it suited the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the thing. I think a lot of people heard some of the clips out of context and were like, oh my yeah, God, no, that's fucking quip, shite. It does look stupid wee clips, but in the context of the game, it totally works. Mm. It's absolutely fine. I mean, it obviously was kind of subject to some controversy over it, the kind of Russian links and obviously that definitely the ongoing invasion of Ukraine at, that po- Ukraine at that point in time. So yeah, that, that definitely hurt it. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage 76, um, it currently has overall critic rating um, but that makes it one of the lowest rated main series games in the franchise basically um, and it wasn't it was a return to form mm-hmm. um, so I think that was harshly treated Robocop Rogue City a 72 isn't too far away from what it should be and to be fair it's dragged down because some fucking moron gave it a 4 out of 10 I can't remember who it was <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't want to throw him under the bus, but somebody gave it a four out of ten, and it did not fucking deserve it. But for me, the one that was shafted the most is a game that we're looking at on the screen right now, Fort Solace. I. What is this type of game? So it's it's not a walking simulator, but it's more of an exploration game. Right. And I thought it was really fucking good. Roger Clark, Julia Brown, Troy Baker. It had big stars in it. it had a really good story the graphics were fucking incredible the detail in the game and i just i, I cannot understand why you get shot on it to me it was an easy eight out of ten right. and it's sitting at a 60 oh. and uh, yeah it was only four or five hours long but it was it was a great experience it was a great narrative not every game has to be fucking 20 hours no like the level of detail, the animation, I just, I, I, I still don't know what happened. I don't know what people were expecting. Were they expecting a third person shooter? Were they expecting, like it's almost like a sort of Until Dawn style. If you think of that style of game, but it's right. not a horror. It's it's exploration and story based, story progression. Um, there is sort of, I suppose, a little bit of horror elements with it and there's a lot of tension. It's more of a thriller. But good game, a very good game. And it, I mean, a 6 out of 10 is just fucking ridiculous. I don't know what people were thinking. We we gave it an 8, though. Yeah, And, yeah, it is the winner of our most shafted game by reviewers. Most shafted. 
Um, okay, next up, the biggest surprise of 2023. So these are some games that defied expectations and delivered an adrenaline shot to our gaming hearts. Um, so the nominees for this one are Craig's favourite, Reg. Um, I don't know if I spoke about this game. No. I love. <laughs> yeah, so that's the enigmatic title that emerged from the depths of the gaming abyss. Uh, Robocop Rogue City, the iconic law enforcer making a comeback. And Baldur's Gate 3. Which none of us played, but no. absolutely fucking smeared the Game Awards. No bother. Yep. Uh, took every award. So uh, we only have three here, but I wanted to leave one open because, I mean, what what was... Do you guys have, like, a, a biggest... What Was there a game that, like, surprised you that you were like, holy fuck, that was actually really good that you didn't expect? The one I'm playing, the new. Liza P. <laughs> no. Didn't expect Spe- it. As, given that it's a Souls-style game as well, like usually that would be... I mean, I, I, I would say exactly the same because yeah. as soon as I... I remember seeing the first trailer for it and going, that world looks cool as fuck. And then somebody going, ah, it's a Souls game. And me going, oh, you fucking dick. Yeah. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I was fuming because I'm like, I wanted to fucking play that. And now I don't give a fuck. But yeah. I, we persevered with it. Yeah. That's a good show. Yeah, I'm enjoying that, so... Jess? From a personal perspective, Sea of Stars, because I wasn't expecting to enjoy that. Oh. And I massively did. So. What about you? I mean, some of the ones that are down here, so like, I mean, I, when I saw a trailer, I remember when I first heard about Dredge, it was someone had played a preview of it. And it was, I was listening to a podcast, and someone was like, I played a preview of this game, and it just didn't look much. And when you first start playing it, you're like, what the fuck's going on? But then I was just completely hooked. And I remember seeing a bit of footage and going, that doesn't look great at all. But then when I played yeah. that, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Uh, with Robocop, like, you would just expect that to be a throwaway movie tie-in game. Like, yeah. I didn't expect it to be good. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, this feels amazing, hitting headshots, and the graphics are fucking unreal. So that was cool. And I, I Liza P as well. Yeah. Like, I just, I did not expect. I, I just figured... I knew I would try it, but I thought I'd get an hour in and go... No, for me. Aye, and be raging about it. But I think even when you look at, like, Baldur's Gate 3, like, I don't know, not many people, including the developer, Larian Studios, they didn't expect Baldur's Gate 3 to sort of blow up the way that it did. And I think much earlier in the year, like, I don't know, Tears of the Kingdom was probably, like, game... Nailed on for game uh of the year. Yeah. Um, And then Starfield, you know, before it was out, you know... It was considered potentially a genre-defining game, and then I don't know. It sort of Before Spider-Man as well. That was yeah. fucking bugs in it. Well, that yes, um, but then genre-defining bugs. <laughs> genre-defining bugs. And then it just <laughs> not the know, sort of, No, it sort of just kind of changed overnight and just dominated the scene. And I, I mean, I don't know what the the kind of pinpoint of it. I know because that's the like, thing. Sometimes is it because it's out later in the year? It's more than folks. Consciousness of yeah. You know I mean, I mean that know. certainly hurt Dredge, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, move on. Yeah. But they had they can back up from the depths with their DLC, the yeah. pale the pale reach. Yep. <laughs> I'm fucking plugging it, never. <laughs> See, honestly, even though we've none of us have played it. I think we maybe give it to yeah, Baldur's Gate. So like, see, see the thing is, right? See, Baldur's Gate Two. Apparently, it was a huge game on PC. So it's not as if like all of a sudden there were fucking two mobile games and then all this taken yeah, off. Yeah. But I think just to go from like I don't know, like you say, like Zelda nailed on for game of the year, and then like two weeks after Baldur's Gate came out, everyone was like, "You may as well just shut up game of the year just now because mm-hmm. it's it's fucking one and mm-hmm. that's it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was a surprise, biggest surprise of twenty twenty three. 
Baldur's Gate 3. I think that's fair it enough. It rhymes as well, I mean. Right, well, I mean, that's just out there then. But <laughs> I, I think that's fair enough because I, it's, like, I think I said before the game, the words, like, Keeley's, like, you'd put your house in that one. I it mean, was if guaranteed. If, you, if the character is surprised, then I would say I'm, I'm surprised that that's the fucking is getting as much hype and everything as it is because mm-hmm. I look at it and go why I know yeah. so for surprise I would say I agree with that I didn't even know there was that many virgins that played games there is There's, uh, there is there's a lot <laughs> um, next up best ongoing games so this one is for actual ongoing games not ones that have redeemed themselves under heavy pressure um, so the nominees for this one are Fortnite we weren't really going to include that, but Donnie threatened to quit if it wasn't. Mm. Um, Disney Dreamlight Valley, largely for me. Mm. Uh, Walkabout Mini Golf and Call of Duty Warzone. Mm. See, to be fair to Dreamlight Valley, like, I mean, obviously we mock it and you senseless about it, but they have added a lot of content. Like, they have done well with it. Mm-hmm. But so is that Walkabout, though. They've added loads of new courses, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, to me, it, Walkabout wins it for me. Like, I just think it's mental that this game, <clears throat> like, more than two years after launch, and they're still releasing a new course every... I mean, they're on a schedule now of every six weeks. Yeah. A new course. And the fact that every new course is two ninety nine, Like, it's so cheap, and it's so high quality I all the time. I Warzone, because it's at the point now where they're just being iterations of... Aye. You know what I mean? It's like that was that mode was probably perfect a while ago, mm-hmm. but it's just that they're tweaking it and just and it like I don't really feel that deserves it. But like, yeah, it was one. It's like an ongoing game, but it's ongoing because there's so many people just stuck with it. Like, and it's almost yeah. like the community's keeping it going. If you know what I mean, yeah. like they're just not going anywhere. Whereas, yeah, I feel like walkabout, like being on a schedule where you put out this so many different courses and like to still be. I don't know. It's not you don't really get ongoing games like that in VR as well, and to be still churning out that, and to be, I mean, they're, they're planning doing it for years to come. Mm-hmm. It's mad. Yeah. I think that's a, a worthy winner. Yeah. So yeah. the winner of best ongoing game goes to, I suppose, a title that's teed off the competition. See what I did there. Oh yeah. Uh, ending the year strong. Yeah. <laughs> Getting all our puns in. Yep. Well done. Walk about mini golf. Best narrative of 2023. So we all know that stories are the lifeblood of gaming. We've entails that immerse us in fantastical worlds and unforgettable characters. So our next award is for best narrative of 2023. Nominations for this one are Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Alan Wake 2 and Killer Frequency. Killer Frequency? was that? Sorry. It's really fucking cool. Uh, it's a game that maybe not that many people have played. It's almost like you'd... I'd liken it a little bit to like a Telltale-style game, but it's yeah. it's set back in the 80s, and you are a radio DJ, and the art style is really cool, and you've been... the only There's a killer that's on the loose. Basically, he's been locked up for ages, but now he's got out and he's on the loose, right. and the only cop in this wee town has been hurt. So what they're doing is they're rerouting all the 999 calls to your radio station. Oh, you showed me this. And so the Sorry. whole game, you're in the radio station, yeah. you've got to play the music, you've yeah. got to do it, but you're also taking all these calls. Yeah. And some of them are terrifying and you've got to talk people through how to get out, but some of them are funny as fuck. And it's really well done. In terms of underrated story, it's fucking way up there. 
but I mean, it would be hard to beat Alan Wake, to be fair. I, I mean, I've not even played Alan Wake, but I know for the first thing, if this one's better, then story-wise... It's just really... the... It is better than Alan yeah. Wake 1. I can't <laughs> wait for so... you to play it. I can't wait for you to play it. Yeah. The it... music as well. Like, I can't wait for yeah, you to play it. it. I mean, granted, I don't really understand parts of the story, but that's what makes it good in so many ways. Like, it's you're like, what the fuck's well, going on? To it. It's so cleverly written that a lot of it goes over your head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so winner for this category is Alan Wake 2. Um, this is a new award that we've added this year. But an important one. An important one. The best orphan son of the year. <laughs> Sorry? Best orphan son. Yeah, so and it's, and it's, not, it's not even me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to shine a spotlight on the unsung heroes, Andy. Um, the characters in games who navigated their world without the guidance of a parent. <laughs> um, yeah, so best orphan son of the year. Son of the Year award goes to those who face challenges with the resilience and courage. Okay, so nominations for this category. Miles Morales, Spider-Man 2. Peter Parker, Spider-Man 2. Harry Osborn, Spider-Man 2. Oh, fuck off. And Frank the Mailman from Spider-Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, the dead dad simulator. Got it. See what you've done there. But we need to... who? Which one of them is dead as fuck? I'm going to have to go with Frank the Mailman. Frank the Mailman? No. I mean, he's not getting much going for him. Those other ones are superheroes. That's They're true. That to clink Aye. it. He's a mailman. And he can clink it with our webs. We need dad. Aye. Frank the Mailman. I think he deserves it. He deserves his moment. Is he an actual character? No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But everyone in the Spider-Man world has, ha, has a dead parent. So you're just assuming he yeah. is? Mm-hmm. Got you. <laughs> and if you want to extend it out, so does Batman. Yeah. Batman did the whole bingo, getting both the parents killed. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, returning, shitty platinum of oh, the year. Yeah. Andy, do you remember the lyrics? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Shitty shitty platinum. No, I don't. What I think it? that was pretty much it. I think. Shitty shitty platinum. Shitty. Pl- I have no idea. What, no, he, did, he did it to the Million Dollar Man Steam tune. Did I? Shitty shitty sh- shitty platinum. Yep. Was that that? Aye. Oh. Totally I think you had two or three versions. To be fair. Right. Got you. <laughs> Rewrote it. If Remix. I can, if I can be arsed, I'll pull it from an older episode and I'll insert yes. it. Right. Shitty, 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 shitty platinum. Shitty platinum. Shitty platinum. Take it away, Cree. So the nominations for this one, which Craig has, you know, brought up because we don't play these games, Andy. Yeah. Um, Skulldash, Ghostmaster. Never heard of it. Anime Uni. Uh, that sounds familiar. That's the one where there was. Is that the cliffhanger? No, oh, that's the that's the one where you had it was like almost like a jigsaw, and uh, there was three yeah. there was three different versions, and each one the girl had less clothes on. That's yeah okay. Uh, go go pogo girl sounds a sort of similar vibe. No, this was a a two D platformer when you were a girl on a pogo stick. Of course, of course. <laughs> Did you not play that one, Andy? No, <laughs> didn't get that one. E football pays twenty twenty four. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the odd one out. Well, it is the odd one out because it technically doesn't even have a platinum, but it's there because I just wanted to fucking rant about it. Right. Because what the pricks have done, even though you look at the trophy list and it says eFootball 2024, it's the same list as when it was eFootball and when it was eFootball 2023. They've just updated the name of the trophy list. Got so when you got again. so when you got the trophies for eFootball two years ago, it's still the same list. But do you get new pots? <laughs> no! Oh. I wish, I wish I really could have seen Craig's face. Can you see how angry I am about this? It's <laughs> so serious. It's fucking furious. It's so serious. Oh my god. It's not a laughing matter. It's the way Jess, I don't see Jess. It's the way he went. 2022, 2021, the same. All I've done is just update it. It just looks so serious. It's a fucking outrage. So, I'll be honest, right? My main reason for once again including this in the the second annual award is because I wanted to give out about how Ariana hadn't had her third story yet. Remember how we had story one and she was going to she was the left, at the bus stop. She was at the bus stop. Right, I remember then how. there was oh, then there was part two. Yeah. Part two where she did sort of ask he the guy did sort of ask her out, but mm-hmm. then it was another cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. That's what we gave it to last year. Last year we gave it to story one right. because they'd never released story two. Okay. And I mean you can't blue ball people like that. No. Right? No. So <laughs> then I was all ready to give them a fucking back to back win. Mm-hmm. But then I realised that apparently Story 3 did come out six months ago and I didn't know about it. You've not even played it? No. Fucking cool, so, fan. So, first podcast of 2024, <laughs> the epic conclusion to the trilogy. Can't wait. Right? That everyone's been waiting for. Cannot wait to hear about it. Yep. Does, Is that definitely the conclusion? I don't or, know. Right. I'm just assuming. Does she get her hole in the end? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. Maybe she does. I was assume it's going to end happy. Well, you, you, you'd hope for a happy ending in this sort of situation. Yeah. Yeah. We facial. Uh, but in the meantime, I think I'll give it to Go Go Pogo Girl, right? Probably probably the best out of the four games. Fuck you, Pez. But the problem with it is I have never managed to platinum this game because there's a trophy that's bugged. I've done everything else. But then there's a trophy for bouncing. I think it's a thousand times. Now she automatically bounces, so it's just basically you could leave the fucking controller down. But the trophy's bugged. Not bugged for everyone. Bugged for me. And I've tried deleting the save file, the game, reinstalled. Doesn't work. So I'm sitting at 91%. So it is really carrying fucking the, fuming about the it. shitty platinum game. Mm-hmm. Name. I'm not happy about it one bit. I emailed the developers and I haven't heard back. Okay, next up we have biggest public mayor of the year. So we... Mayor? Yeah. Nightmare. You've had a mayor. You've had a mayor. Mm -hmm. Are you going to caveat it? That you've had a mayor? I don't think a lot of people know what that means. You don't think people know what a mayor is? Uh, Scottish people will know. You think English folk know? I would assume people know. You've had a nightmare. That's what it is. but I'm pretty sure... Most folk wouldn't know what that means. Mm. Right, it's a not a horse and it's not me or, right? Yeah. A mayor. It's a nightmare. 
a nightmare. A disaster. Yeah. Uh, um, so the nominations for this one are the Xbox leaks, first and foremost. So the unredacted documents that revealed key Microsoft communications between Xbox executives, plans for new discless Xbox Series X, a gyro controller, and even a next-gen hybrid Xbox in 2028. Somebody uploaded a file like a fucking idiot and didn't delete the links. Mega mayor. Mayor ensued. Um, Unity. um, So in September, the video game engine company, one of the most popular, one of the most used game engines in the world, announced dramatic changes to its pricing structure that were immediately panned. Uh, So we're going to put every fucking small developer out of business. Yeah, we're going to implement a runtime fee that developers will need to pay based on the number of times a game made with unity was installed the response was swift and negative with many developers like discussing abandon unity altogether um it didn't happen immediately but then unity changed course and um, sacked all their fucking higher-ups to yeah, try and save face yep um and then that, that actually wasn't the end of the situation though then the ceo resigned from the company um with many suggesting that he may not have actually left on his own accord um and they also had multiple rounds of layoffs so huge mayor for them yep the day before a fairly recent one um so this is their survival mmo that once sat on the top of steam's most wishlist games but after numerous delays a trademark dispute with a calendar app the day before finally released and just four days later they shut their doors citing the financial failure of and and miscalculated capabilities the game was a, sh- a shambles yeah and it again a lie because it was not a financial failure it looks like they made it on a budget of about 30 quid and at least twenty thousand people bought it for 40 40 pound yeah. so it was not a financial <laughs> a financial nightmare at all uh, they clearly made money and they're clearly trying to run away with said money yeah. but mega mayor absolutely yeah and lastly, Embracer Group trying to buy basically the entire industry without realising it actually costs money to run studios. Yeah, and then laying everybody off. Mm-hmm. Countless folk out of, out of job. Studios closing down, IPs in limbo. They probably don't make as much money as you think. Though. Absolute mega mayor. That's only like 800,000. 40, 20,000 people roughly. 40 quid a pop, you said. I mean, I, I, there was probably more people than that. It was just yeah. there was twenty odd thousand reviews on right. Steam, so that's just the amount of people that left a review. Um, but yeah, yes. I mean, there will be folk obviously. Ch- By the end of it, I don't think they'll have made money because they will get fucking chased, and folk, yes. there will be returns going on. Yeah. And, uh, this is that's tops it for me because the day before. Yeah, just because look, as a mayor, like this is. Look, the public's involved in this one like, as a, as a like, it's cost people money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's as if they've they've not had a game, they've pulled something together last minute and went, maybe we can blag it. Yeah, and they totally. absolutely nice. fucking yeah, could, could not. not. No, not a chance. So interestingly, there was two of the categories that I decided to put to the public on Twitter as well. Not that what they say goes, but just to get a, a gauge of what they said, and this was one of them. Uh, and so with this one, uh, 15% gave it to Xbox Leaks, 17% gave it to Embracer Group, 25% gave it to Unity, and 44% said the day before. Yeah. So their agreement was, I think, yeah. that it was a, a colossal mega mayor. It's a mayor. 
Yeah, to, I, I, for me, it's the Xbox one because I just like it was like a clerical error. Yeah, like to me, I'm like just fucking do. But your do you not think that, like, I as a mega mayor, but do you not think it's like a momentary lapse in judgment and not a fucking year of trying to pretend a game exists when it doesn't, and going ah, I'll you need to deal with that later. If define our parameters more, like what a mayor constitutes, because that is a big fuck up. Oh, they're all big fuck-ups. I mean, fuck up. like, but it's such a like such an easy thing to just proofread aye. and not do that. Yeah. I mean, there was there was many a fuck up that didn't even make it onto this yeah, list. Oh, like, no. I, I would I would argue heavily that the last of us getting cancelled a fucking mega man as well. Yeah. But I mean, as well as much as it was a great year for gaming, it was a fucking amazing year for fuck ups and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, I would go with the, the, the consensus this one, say the day before. Yeah. Okay. The winner for the biggest public made of the year is the day before. Fair. Yep. Uh, next up, we have the Not Up to Code Award. So our next award highlights games that could use a trip back to the drawing board um, because they were so shit. So I'm, I'm going to run through these in terms of their scores. So with 37 on Metacritic, Lord of the Rings Gollum. Um, so it had obviously a very poor reception in sales, which caused Daedalic Entertainment to cancel plans for a second one. Dank fuck. Well, it was a second Lord of the Rings game and then close their development division, lay off a bunch of staff and move to a publish-only model. Um, and it was later reported as well that they'd imposed poor working conditions, which had affected the development of Gollum. Yeah, I mean... Simpler times, obviously, but you think back to when that Gollum game came out and we were ripping the utter piss out of it and it seemed then that nothing could even challenge it for game of the year, eh, for worst game of the year. And here we are in a situation where it's the fourth worst game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fucking incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, the next up with 28 is Walking Dead Destinies. Um, so there's a quote here from Ollie Reynolds of Nintendo Life, which I think sums it up, that said, there's absolutely nothing here that has been executed well. It's a game that is simply rife with technical blunders, terrible production values and broken mechanics. I can vouch for this. It's absolutely fucking shocking. We're looking at it on the screen right now and it's it's way worse than it even seems there. Um, there was a trophy earlier early on for escaping a car park unseen and I could have looked it up how you do it, but there wasn't many videos because not many people were playing the game and so i thought i'll wing it and it seemed pretty difficult because there was people there was zombies everywhere but turns out i just sort of walked to the door and went out and the ai was so bad that nobody really clocked me fucking terrible man it's it, it's honestly if you were playing it on a ps2 you'd be like this is a pretty bad ps2 game in terms of graphics, in terms yeah. of animation, everything. You must know they've made a fucking stinker here. I just... If you owned The Walking... If you were AMC and you saw this game, you'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You have done damage to our brand. But that's only the third worst game of the year. It is, yep. <laughs> Second worst game of the year. Skull Island Rise of Kong. So it's got 24. Um, Gaming Bolt said the game has terrible visuals, somewhat downright horrendous gameplay and level design that seems to be more keen on wasting your time rather than presenting you with any interesting challenges or rewards it just looks fucking dreadful yeah so we we had a pretty good time laughing 
about Skull Island uh, when it first came out because we, we looked at some gameplay of it and were stunned, quite honestly, mm-hmm. that it was real. Um, yeah. It has, I think we did report this, but it has since came out that apparently the game was made in a year, which I can believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that that necessarily is a valid excuse. I, like, you cut the developers a little bit of slack because maybe they were on this sort of timeline where they were told you've got a year and then this game goes out and that's it. And in that situation, you're like, they can only do so much. But this game is, I mean, it's just awful. Absolutely awful. It looks atrocious. The animation is atrocious. There's no... It's got it looks no, like an 64 game. Aye. There's no redeeming features in this game whatsoever. Um, nah. Really bad. Really, really bad. And it was like fucking 40 or 50 quid, which is... That is an embarrassment. Aye. I mean, even if it was a tenner, it would be a disgrace. But the fact that they try to charge proper money for this... But imagine this was back in the day where you didn't have videos tell you how shite it was and you just went with the box and you went, oh, Aye. King Kong. Aye, you went well, to ele- Electronic a- Boutique and you're like, oh, yeah. that looks pretty good. I quite like King Kong. Electronic <laughs> Boutique. And then like, you, see, you see the box and you think, oh, that was a fucking mega movie. Surely that's good. And then no. you play that. You get home and this happens. Exactly. <laughs> and, you, and, you, and your dad's like, why are you not playing the game? I just bought you for 60 quid. <laughs> oh, and you've got, and him, like, got to lie yeah, to him. I'll play it later. I'm going to go play football. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty bad. Really bad. And, yeah, the lowest rated already mentioned the day before with 12. 12. I think wow. To go from the most wish-listed game on Steam to overwhelmingly yeah, negative reviews is pretty impressive. Um, I think like a lot of people have been Fourth refunded, but see, because it's now been pulled, like, there's fucking idiots trying to sell it because it's, so, it's rare now. Yeah. So there's, like, scalper people, like, Fucking try to sell it. Aye, because you can't buy it. For like stupid money. I'm like, you're an what? idiot. What? I know. Okay. I know. Fucking idiots. <laughs> I it's just... more the idiots that, you know, if you buy that, then yeah. you're the idiot. Yeah. Well, that's how people do and encourage fucking idiots like that. So. IGN gave this a one out of 10. We watched this footage, this pre release footage in 2021 and got excited about this 100% game. 100% we did. And then I had images in my head of the type of game it was going to be. Yep, I remember. I remember us being like, "Oh my god, is this coming to console as well?" Because you were like, "Oh, this yep. is, this will only run on PC." And then I just what a fucking shambles! I mean, and a one out of ten from IGN. Nothing gets a one out of ten. Well, that's a broken game, and it is a broken game. Aye. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Are we, are we, is this what's going to happen here? It's going to get two awards. Back to back. Back to back awards yeah, for the day feels, before. Feels wrong, but nah, if we can fucking coax the guy out of the holy side, then we could we could present him with him. Biggest mayor and not up to code. There you yeah. go, the day before. Well done. What an achievement. <laughs> well, it's only well done they'll be getting off of him for a while. <laughs> yeah, and see, to be fair, those four games... I didn't foresee any of them because back at the beginning of the year, I played a game, I showed you at the time, called Extreme Wrestling. And it's probably, it's the worst wrestling game I've ever played. Ever. Bar none. And I would have thought back then that that would have been a stick on for the worst game of the year. 
but the fact that these four games have came along and managed to completely overshadow it is nothing short of incredible. Like, when this first came out, I had bootleg versions of The Undertaker, John Cena, The Rock, and other people. It was like, you know, you know if you go to... You know, if you go to like... Why did the rock have tribal tattoos in his belly? Did you see that? Because it's a trademark issue. Oh, ah, I see. There's, there's Roman Reigns. Oh my God. So, essentially what happened to you, you know if you go into Poundland and they've got like knockoff wrestlers, wrestling figures, yeah. and it's like, oh, there's uh, Army Bill, and it's clearly fucking John Cena, but they can't call him John Cena. That's essentially what this is, and... In game form. And, like I say, in terms of actual wrestling games, it's easily the worst game. Oh, the fucking oh dear! Like none of the moves connect. No. None of the animations work. The clipping and the, the detection and stuff looks shocking. But somehow, somehow, there was four other games that came out that managed to that. be worse than this. Yeah. Yeah. World class. Uh, our next award is a bittersweet acknowledgement of the things that bid us farewell in 2023. Um, so this is the biggest goodbye award. Okay. Um, so first up we have Google Stadia. It shut down in January of 23 because it hadn't gained the traction with users. Um, we also had the closure of the 3DS and Wii U eShops, um, which was pretty inevitable, but still a tragedy. And then after more than two decades as the industry's most prominent trade show, E3 is no more. We have Jim Ryan, Sony Interactive Entertainment President and CEO, is retiring in March 2024. I've snuck him in here because... It's been announced. It was announced this year, but technically he doesn't leave till next year, I suppose. But um, yeah. Another nomination is the Microsoft Activision Blizzard acquisition. It finished. It ended. So we don't... It deserves a fucking award for going away. (laughs) Yeah. 20 months of that fucking nonsense. Yeah. And lastly, Xbox Live Gold. Um, Oh, yeah. Also, that has also died. Uh, That needed put down for a while, that fucking hell. I would say E3, though, because it's such... Memories of that. I was gonna say to me it's E3 just because I'm genuinely sad that's away. Yeah. Like I'm I'm kinda the happy that Jim Ryan's like leaving. Services that you're like they've had their time. Yeah. yeah. And it's like they just happened to have ended this year. But that is the E3 is like I think if you put effort into it, it's still something that should be there. You know yeah. I mean? In some sort of way. It's a mark of like a change in the industry as yeah. well, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind totally of totally is. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like, I was just going to say, like, some of this stuff I'm quite happy about, like, Google Stadia, I didn't want that to be the future, so that's great. I feel like PlayStation can go in a better direction, not under Jim Ryan, so I'm kind of happy he's leaving. Um, the Activision Blizzard deal, I'm happy that's finished and we don't have to fucking talk about it anymore, apart from the now. Xbox Live Gold was a lot of nonsense, I'm glad yeah. that's away. Whereas E3, I'm like, ah, oh. mm-hmm. Like, I'm genuinely like, I don't want that to go, so yeah, I feel like yeah. that's the one they should win when you're actually a bit like... Oh, don't leave. Uh, <laughs> don't leave. Yeah, so goodbye, E3. You will be missed. Uh, next up, we have the best new bit of kit. Um, so we'll celebrate some shiny new toys that grace the game scene. Um, we have nominations for this one. The Razor Edge, which came out January 26th. 
PSVR 2, which was February 22nd, it came out. The Asus ROG Ally on June 13th, that released. We got the Meta Quest 3 on October 10th, and we also got the PlayStation Portal on November 15th. I think the only one we've got experience with is the PlayStation VR 2. Yeah, so I, I feel like the PlayStation Portal looks like a great bit of kit, but I'd need to fucking sample it first. So that is true. I think it's an easy win for PSVR 2. Sure. Um, the biggest disappointment of 2023. So obviously the gaming industry experienced a massive 2023 and we got lots of highly anticipated titles released and over-delivered, but naturally... We also had a few low points for game releases with disappointing titles that just did not live up to the anticipation or fell short of fan expectations. Um, so in no particular order, the nominations for this one are Shite PC Ports, The Day Before, eFootball 2024, Redfall, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 and Forspoken. Yeah, for a year that was so good, there was a lot of shite mm-hmm. as well. Hmm. I don't know. There's a part of me that wants to give a triple crown <laughs> to Dave before. I, I mean, I mean, maybe I. I mean, like shite PC ports. Yeah, there was Strike quite a lot of them. You're out. But like, I we're not couchy, so shite PC ports don't really affect us. No. Um, I feel the plight though. That must be annoying. Oh, yeah, it must be really yeah. annoying. But it's funny to laugh at from a distance. Uh, e-football obviously personally burns my soul but I realise that it doesn't affect you too no Uh, Redfall was a fucking seeing seeing a game that had promise I mean not it didn't have Dishonored level promise but Uh. I don't know it's still I think that was a fairly big disappointment Call of Duty don't really care for spoken wasn't expecting too much. It fucking is. It's the day before, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it fucking is. is. It is, I'm afraid. Because, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, no, it is. I was going to say maybe not, just because of the fact that there was red flags going in. See, by about the middle of this year, in fact, see, by the beginning of this year, there was red flags galore. But the fact that they nailed down a release date, you were like, holy fuck, they do actually have a game then. It isn't a scam. And then it fucking still was a scam. Yeah. Aye. Day before. Triple bagged. Okay. Triple early. Well, okay. He's called it. Um, next up, we have the One Night Stand Award. Um, so this honours the games that left us wanting more, but knew when to make a graceful exit. Uh, so the nominations for this one are Jusant, or how do I pronounce it? Jusant. Jusant. Like a Dragon, Gaiden, The Man Who Raised His Name. Synapse, Assassin's Creed Mirage, and Cocoon. I really like this award just because there's so many games these days that do outstay their welcome where you're like, I was really good, but it just fucking kept going for about an extra 10 hours than I wanted it to. Looking at you, fucking Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> yeah, so Jusant yeah. was, the main story was about four hours, completionist, I think, double that. Um, but I think for me, that one, like the journey is brief but also very immersive and so you know there's no dialogue to distract you from your sort of task of climbing and it's very calm unintrusive soundtrack kind of just really as i say helps with that immersion as well it is a puzzle title so the levels do get progressively more challenging but you get new tools and mechanics along the way so it just 
it's just got a nice pacing yeah. to it that you were like, yeah, great, yeah, done. I did not. I played that thing that was just spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and just between bigger things that you're playing, it was just a nice little. Yeah. I think that's key I as well. Like I, I've not played it, but I think with a game like that, it's very key because if it overstays its welcome, I think that could the experience could be ruined mm-hmm. in a game like that. If you're just like, oh, just right, I've climbed for enough. Just how am I only halfway fucking through this? Do you know what I mean? It could yeah. totally ruin the game. No, they, I think they've done it, paced it perfectly. Yeah. Uh, like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who raised his name is about 11 and a half hours in length. Yeah. Um, so it is longer, but. Yeah, I know you get you guys haven't played this. Like, the, one of the main things that's put me off with previous Yakuza games is that they are pretty long and it's a hell of an investment. And because this one started off as a DLC, it is more bite sized. So, again, yeah, I would say this, like, it was a very good way to introduce yourself to like like a dragon slash yakuza mm-hmm. because it is one that you know that you can get through in a reasonable amount of time yeah and i suppose the same applies to mirage as well mirage was a total breath of fresh air see after playing valhalla and it's like i put 180 190 hours into valhalla it just fucking never ended it's a great game but enough's enough yeah fucking hell and so to come into mirage again interestingly same with gaiden it was a game that was supposed to start out as a DLC and then was released as a normal as, as a standalone full release. But again, yeah, it was. I think I played about thirty five hours, but that was to get the platinum. It was like the story was fifteen hours, and see to go back to an Assassin's Creed that was just a normal length. It was yeah. like, oh my god, that's you felt like they were spoiling you. Like fucking hell, you'd finished it before you'd hit the fucking main menu in uh, Valhalla. And yeah, Synapse, again, I know you guys didn't play that, but it was you could blast through that in three, four hours. But again, to me, that's an ideal time for a VR game. Like, you don't, you don't want, or I certainly don't want to be having the headset on for fucking 25 hours. No, fuck that. I think VR is much better suited to sort of more, like, focused, shorter experiences, and this really worked for that. Yeah. Um, and the last one on the list as well is Cocoon, which again, main story about four and a half, five hours, um, but a little bit longer to complete. I'm still sitting at 95% on that one because I need to go. <laughs> one achievement to get. Uh, <laughs> kills yeah, me. Yeah, upsets Craig. But again, I, I feel like that was just a nice little break in between stuff. Again, it's a puzzle platformer, so like it gets a little bit more challenging. But it, Indie games are great as like mm, palate cleansers. Yeah. yeah. If you've got two big games to play or something like that, you play something like a Jason or like mm-hmm. a Cocoon in between, you're just like, ah, that just, it just fucking clears yeah. the deck, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I would either say Jason or Mirage. If you guys if you guys are saying that Jason was, was spot on, yeah. I'd go with that. Yeah. Um, okay, on to some more sort of community-based awards so we have the fantasy critic winner to announce um so if you're not familiar with this um it's a fantasy critic league it's hard to explain (laughs) yeah yeah, at the beginning of the year everyone we do a draft and everyone gets to pick six games that's coming out of that year you do it in january and then throughout the year you can bid for games as they're announced uh you get points for every point your game scores over a 70 so it's all it's based on open critic and so say your game scores a 77 you'd get seven points if it scores below 70 you lose however many points it's below 
So if your game score, if the game you've chose like scores a sixty three, so say you'd chosen Fort Solace, I think like I did actually, um, or was it Chris? One of us had it, but um, you would lose ten points on that because it only scored a sixty wrongly, and you would feel robbed. Mm-hmm. But we've we've fucking rated that wrong about half an hour ago. But yeah, so that's the way it works. But yeah, this year, Rich from the Discord has absolutely smashed it. To the point where about a month ago, he changed his name. He's changed his uh, team name to Larian Studios, which is the team that made Baldur's Gate 3, because he knows that he's the fucking Game of the Year winner and that he's fucking murdered everybody. And to put an absolute exclamation mark on it he'd already won right by about 30 points but there's also at the beginning of the year everyone chose a counter pick right and so when you choose a counter pick for whatever that gets below 70 you get points for it right so you're basically there's one game you choose that you bet on to do badly fucking chose the day before oh fuck he's done so he was already up by like 30 points and then all of a sudden the fantasy page would come up uh, 11 points for the day before and I'm like <laughs> fuck me he's just in another 40 uh, <laughs> he's just in another so, sorry in another 60 no 59 points You're like fucking hell man in fact it was more than that as well because no, when it gets not. low enough you get double points guys yeah so he ended with 151.52 points madness I think I ended up with about 70 <laughs> Oof. or 80 or something yeah. like that and just for clarity Deadbeat Punk was second I was third um, read out the whole list uh, CM Walsh was fourth Alex was fifth Fluffet was sixth Craig was seventh Donnie was eighth Gaudi was ninth Callum was tenth Tam was eleventh Baz was twelfth Squinny was thirteenth and Ryan was fourteenth Um so yeah so what you're saying is I got a top half finish if it was an SPFL split I was in the top half <laughs> and then everyone below me was in the bottom half no. is that what we're saying no well that I mean if there's 14 people top well, half finish there's a winner there's a loser you know, technically loser. we had one pull out so it was only 13th so you are the median wish I'd pulled out <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah if you do want to get involved in next year's well I say next year it's like the next fantasy critic that we'll be doing um, we're probably going to be doing the draft on Friday the 5th of January Yep. Um, so if you want to get involved join our discord and the details will be there sounds good Okay. next up we have PGD content creator of the year fuck you what <laughs> um, so behind the, the scenes of Pure Dead Gaming um, a lot of work goes into producing the content and reviews on our website and we obviously couldn't do it without the many of you that contribute so thank you if you are listening um, but this year's winner for content creator of the year is none other than Couchy yeah deserved one I would say he reviewed Ghost Runner 2 which is fucking solid a really difficult game and he managed to get through it he also reviewed Gollum, which, yeah. fair fucks, he's seen it through to the end Oof. and reviewed that. And he's also started up an Xbox podcast for us. So in terms of content creator of the year, I think he's he's pretty much smashed that. Uh, a hard game, a shit game, many games in between, and, and launched a podcast. So well done. Mm-hmm. 
And spoiler alert, the day before might not be the only person or the only thing getting more than one award in this year's um in this year's show. So listener of the year award. So this award kind of goes beyond mere minutes listened. Um, it is a recognition of dedication, a salute to the one who's embarked on an epic journey through every single episode of Pure Dead Gaming. Um, their commitment to the podcast has not only clocked the most listening minutes, but has turned them into a valued member of our gaming community. Um, so please give another virtual round of applause to Couchy for listening to a minimum of 14,757 minutes. Yeah. Um, so he sent us. So I think, I, think we should, I, think we should, I think we should just stop here and do another <laughs> round of applause. Virtual or not, that is have an we, insane amount of time to listen to my voice. Have we talked that long? Apparently so. Holy fuck! It will accumulate probably the Xbox and PlayStation shows as well. Um, yeah. However, but still, still we're up there. It's still a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of minutes. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. I don't know how. I've been listening to you since I was four year old. Fucking sick of you. <laughs> You're looking for an award? <laughs> Look at me, he's fucking over there wanting an award. Of course. Yeah, fair fucks. Well done. Well done. Back to whack awards deserved. Yes. And. Can, can he three peat it though? Oh, can he three peat it and be Discord member of the year? Um, so this yes, is a prestigious one. This is second a, annual. A very prestigious award. Um, so this is for <laughs> the person who's been most active on the Discord. Okay, um, but yeah, I suppose actually, just keep in mind that it isn't just a numbers game. It is a testament to their commitment to the pure day gaming community as yep. well. Um, yep. So the one who's left no comment untyped, no reaction unreacted, no virtual mayor ungiven. Um, their gift game is strong and their enthusiasm for all things gaming continues to light up our digital gathering place. So And their Photoshop skills are fucking on point. That too. So the winner of this award is for the second year running CM Walsh. Yeah. And it's not even close. Yeah. So I'm gonna run <laughs> I'm gonna run some of the figures not even just fucking close. Just to give you some some insight here. So Jamie on our Discord has posted twelve thousand seven hundred and eighty seven messages. Craig, you're in the running. By the way, that twelve thousand seven hundred and eighty seven, that's that's him sixth place. Oh wow. <laughs> Craig, you have eighteen thousand four hundred and sixty six. Yeah, it's been a busy year. I'm disappointed with my numbers, really disappointed. Yeah. I've not been anywhere near as active as I wanted to be, especially in the last few months. It's been tough, yeah. but I aim to do better next year. Okay. Couchy is in there, 22,596 comments. Donnie, 45,020 comments. Yep. Tam, 50,722 comments. Now that's a lot. That is a lot. Fair fucks, Tam. You would, you, Tam would be forgiven for thinking he can put up numbers like that and win. Go home with a prize. Yeah. Right? Not a silver medal. Chris. <laughs> 77,024 messages sent. And I must add that these numbers were pulled... About three days ago, so yeah. he's probably about 78,000. So it's probably higher than that now. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah, so it works out at just under 212 messages a day if you take it over 365 days. <laughs> That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, it's no word of a lie to say that he is one of the best people on the internet. 
And I'm not a man that gives compliments often, especially to people from Ireland. (laughs) Okay. Now, as always, we tend to end our episodes with gaming movie. Um, We tend to review a movie every week, but this week, instead of doing that, we will be... Reviewing all the movies we reviewed. (laughs) Essentially that, yes. Choosing the worst movie that we have watched this year. Now, we waded through some pretty questionable films in our time, but yeah. Um, Throw your thought about <laughs> what was the worst cinematic disaster um, that we that we endured in twenty twenty three. Do you want to read out some of the? Yeah, so I do have a list of all the movies that we watched, excluding the Christmas ones. Albeit I did put Black Christmas in there because I felt like it was one of the worst yeah. things that we've watched. <clears throat> um, yes. the, in- the incest bit was particularly jarring. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually started the year off pretty good for the first however many weeks we were reviewing the Last of Us TV series. Yeah, oh, that's right. So yeah, then it took yeah. a pretty dark turn to Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh, that's right. That was quite at the start of the year. Yeah, because that is vivid yeah. in my memory. Yep, it was a belter. Yeah, well, that is very vivid in my memory. <laughs> right. I feel like that film might have touched you. Yeah. In the wrong ways. Yes. Uh, joysticks also. Uh, I really liked that one. Was that, that the one when they just did the tits oh, out all that's the time? The it was an appropriate was, tape, yeah. almost a soft palm. Yeah, yeah. the actuals, and I was a bit like, oh shit, that was. Yeah, Jess loves a palm, though. Yeah. Remember that. Uh, then we watched Tetris, pretty good. That was alright. Yep. Super Mario's, also pretty good. Yep. Um, Kill that, Her Goats. The animated one. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, Kill Her Goats. Yes, that was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Tango and Cash. Good. Good. Dungeons and Dragons. That was pretty good, good. eh? Surprisingly so. Yeah, it was good. Uh, The Black Demon. This was a sleep emoji for me. The shark one. That was quite shocking. That was pretty bad. Yeah. Mm. But bad in a not very memorable way. Yeah, which is annoying because sometimes it's so shit. You're like, see, like Winnie the Pooh to me. Like, it was was bad, but you're like, holy fuck, I saw that film. Mm -hmm. Like, I will Mm -hmm. tell people in years to come that I saw that film. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I won't remember the black team. Well, the fact that in my head we watched that last month, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? like it's still like so fucking ingrained yeah. in my memory. Yeah. Um, inspired by one of the DLC courses from Walkabout Mini Golf, we watched Journey to the Center of the Earth and Journey Two. Yes, uh-huh. well, they were all right. They were uh, they were okay. Yeah. Um, Inspired by Dredge, perhaps? Piranha 3D and 3DD? Don't know why we watched them. them. They are funny. (laughs) The second one was shitter than I remember, but the first one I think is genuinely quite an alright funny film. Tusk. Weird as fuck. Oh god, Tusk. (laughs) I thought Tusk was like... But it was good though. It was good in a fucked up way. Yeah, that was a Terry recommendation. And I remember just for like two days after it being like, I still don't know what I think of this. What's going on? I know, that thing, it was a bit... What did we just watch? Aye. So, and then the end, it's just so dark. It's, it's just really dark. It's a horrible he, feeling. Aye. He's just fucking left it alone. I know. It's, aye. So I don't... Like, actually, that's good in a way, cause, mm. but it was horrible. It, it was, was aye. I couldn't watch it again. I don't know I wanted to show it to Helen, but don't you forgive me. Yeah. Uh, Team America World Peace we watched. World Police, you fucking weapon. Good. Oh, is that what it's called? Well? Jesus Christ, that was good. <laughs> No, Jess no, clearly no. left an indent in her. <laughs> uh, we watched Speed. Good. 
classic. We watched the Twisted Metal TV series, which I thought that was, was really good. good. Yeah. That was good. Uh, Face Off. Good. Good. Um, not in this, like, not in consecutive order, but we did watch the Deep Blue Sea trilogy. <sighs> classic. Uh, okay. That that third one was a fucking shocker, right enough. Aye. Mm-hmm. Pitchy. Mm-hmm. I thought the second one was quite funny. The third one was pretty bad. Yeah. Yep. Howard the Duck. Oh, <laughs> my God. That was oh, a fucking Howie. shocker. But in a funny way. Yeah. Kinda. Kinda. I uh, wouldn't laugh if I had to watch it again. No. Gran Turismo, which is good. Good. Last Starfighter. Oh. Uh, nah, that was, yeah. that was oh, poor. Love in the bit Yeah. Uh, Snakes on a Plane. I like that. Good. Lake Placid. Good. Huh? Robocop. Good. Little Monsters. Good. Yeah. What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, what was that? Again? You missed, oh, that, you missed that, that week. You missed that week. It was it, it was a good film, but because I've seen the TV show, I thought it was a letdown mm. compared to the TV show. Yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's. This was part was, of our sort of was all right. Yeah. It was all right, aye. Yeah. And then we also watched Gamer and Beta Test before we moved on to Black Christmas and the other Christmas movies. So. Okay. Wow. Yeah, for me, the ones I've bolded on my little sheet here are Winnie the Pooh, yeah. Joysticks, Kill Her Goats, and Howard the Duck. Yeah. That's my top shite. Winnie the Pooh and Howard the Duck are up there for me. Mm-hmm. And I know I suggested Howard the Duck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Can we, I know mine's is Howard the Duck. Yeah. Howard Do you think? The yeah. Duck. Woo! Do, are you, are so... you remembering Kill Her Goats though? Remember the first forty-five minutes when it's just her walking about room and to room, room in the house, yeah. almost doing like a fucking Marine, virtual tour. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a glass of wine now. Yeah. What's over here? It's a window. What a lovely <laughs> view out the window. Oh my God, is that a garden? I'm going to garden. I'm in the garden. Oh, where's my wine? I'll go back in for the wine. I'm in the kitchen. This is a lovely kitchen. I'll go back out to the garden. That's a lovely window. You know what I mean? Aye. That, was, but that then, was pretty much but, what happened. But then what was even weirder was in the second half of the film, they tried to introduce a story and it made no fucking <laughs> yeah. sense. It yeah. made no sense. I know. Right. Oh, that, that's up there. You're right. Am I know. right in saying we're getting a Winnie the Pooh sequel? There was supposed to be. I don't yeah. know if they are doing it, but there was definitely supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Okay. fucking rumblings of that, I know. Okay. I hope. I don't we're know, definitely some... watching the sequel. There's something about the, the Winnie the Pooh one sticks in my head Same. for some fucking reason, Same. right? But, like, was it really as bad as Kill Her Goats? Oh, no, I don't think you it was I mean? as bad as Kill Her Goats. But then... I think of Howard the Duck and I think of how much fucking money probably went into it and how much they probably thought this is this is going to be brilliant and it's just like no you've missed the mark Mm -hmm. completely with this that's true actually maybe it is Howard the Duck because on top of it being fucking awful they've had a mayor because they thought it was going to be good and they thought it was going to take off and they've also got something to draw from like it's Mm -hmm. a fucking comic that they've went we could make this but, you know what I mean? Yeah. I still managed to... And they killed the IP, they killed it. Yeah, yeah whereas there it. wasn't a single fucking person that had anything to do with Kill Her Goats that didn't come out of that going, fucking hell. I mean, there was even... Was there not some underwear model that refuses to even be associated with it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. So. Remember? Yeah. She, yeah. Like, she's just she trying to change her name or she something. Deleted, <laughs> she like, deleted it with her IMDb. That's right. <laughs> she's fucking contacted them. Get that removed. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 
Does well, what else she's done? Like she's probably done OnlyFans since, and she's like, "No, I'll keep that. It's fine." Get that fucking kill her goats removed. Aye, it's between those two. Which one? I'm happy to go with his one. I'm gonna go Howie the Duck. Yeah, me too. And I'm gonna insert the theme tune because it, it, it's memorable. Yeah, it was the best thing about the film, certainly. <laughs> no, so wow. Howard the Duck, worst movie. Yep. Let's see if we can top it next year. Oh, we will. Yes. Send us your suggestions because we obviously have done a lot of movies that. Yeah. There's plenty of bad movies to go. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I don't. Oh, I need to because I I did have an idea for a type of thing, but I have to have a think because. I've totally forgot what it is, but welcome. Your memory is me. usually really good as well. I know it's usually top notch. <laughs> um, but I'd, I'd have like a like that would be a cool wee theme for movies. But oh, come back to me next year. Okay, right. thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, Jess has absolutely done you there. <laughs> Bro, the dismissive this. Um, well, yeah, that kind of that concludes our pure dead gaming awards for 2023 um so yeah we've laughed we've cried we gave some serious awards we've fucked other people off well i don't think i'm gonna talk to folk before christmas new year so have a great christmas have a good new year because i'm gonna be back to the third yeah have a great time thanks for listening i hope santa is good to all of you thanks for being a cool community I'll try and take part more next year. <laughs> Let's see. How many comments did that make? Do you Please. I've just got so much good on, folks. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? I'm just a popular guy. I'm writing songs and pulling my heart out. Life to date. <laughs> Life to date. Not this year, right? Just to date. <laughs> 78 messages. <laughs> <laughs> so to go right. so right. a ways to go just uh, three zeros to even come right. close to right. if you could hit triple figures next year that'd be fantastic right I'll try and partake here's to a better more. 2024 yeah I'll try and partake more okay yes. and that's us then ta for now have a good one folks ho ho ho